Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast. I look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. This week on the Vintage Radio Club, silent film star Zazu Pitts stars in the title role from the Lux Radio Theater. It's the hilarious comedy of Dulcie. To listen, join our Patreon page at vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Tuesdays, we head to school with Our Miss Brooks. This episode originally aired August 28th, 1949, and it's called Madison High School Summer Athletic Festival. Luster Cream Shampoo for soft, glamorous, caressable hair and Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while you clean your teeth and help stop tooth decay bring you by transcription Our Miss Brooks starring Eve Arden. Although summer school officially ended, our Miss Brooks, who teaches English at Madison High School, set the alarm clock last Thursday morning for 7 a.m. as usual. And as usual, when it rang, I bit off the bell and turned over. (laughs) But I finally got dressed crawled into the dinette for some breakfast with my landlady, Mrs. Davis. You're sure that's all you want, Connie? Fruit juice, toast, and coffee? Yes, Mrs. Davis. I'd better eat light this morning. Today's the Madison Summer Athletic Festival, and I'm a field judge. But summer school's over. How come the festival's today? Our beloved principal so decided. Mr. Conklin believes that all his pupils should build strong, healthy little bodies on their own time. (laughs) Why do you have to go, Connie? Oh, I don't have to go, Mrs. Davis. It's optional. I can take my choice. Either I work as a field judge or look for another job in the fall. (laughs) I see. 
Oh, that must be Walter Denton. He's giving me a ride to school. I'll be right there, Walter. Greetings, O Queen Bee of the community. It is I, your faithful drone. <laughs> well, shake the honey off your legs and come in. Come on into the dinette, Walter. You're just in time for breakfast, as if you didn't know. <laughs> I did gauge it rather accurately, didn't I? Oh, hiya, Mrs. Davis. Hello, Walter. Would you like a little something to eat? You'd probably like a big something to eat. <laughs> if I were you, Walter, I'd go easy today. Oh, that's right. I'm entered in several of the events at the festival. I know. I'll have something real light. Like what, for instance? Oh, how about some potatoes and sausages fried together? <laughs> that's nice and light. Or maybe you'd rather have a refreshing bucket of beef stew. <laughs> any sausages in the house, Walter, but I'll fix you a melted cheese sandwich. That ought to hit the spot. That ought to hit it and stick there. <laughs> It'll just take a minute. Have a glass of milk, meanwhile. Oh, thanks, Mrs. D. Well, Miss Brooks, I've got some news for you that'll really surprise you. What kind of news? Take a guess. A guess? All right. You're secretly married to Ingrid Bergman. <laughs> No. You've been named ambassador to Pakistan? No, Miss Brooks. My startling news concerns the athletic festival we're having at school today. You think you're just going to be an ordinary old judge, don't you? No. <laughs> I think I'm going to be an extraordinary young judge. That's where you err. Where err I? <laughs> all this, Walter. You, Miss Brooks, are going to physically participate in all the athletic events. Me? Now, I've got some startling news for you, Walter. You are out of your mind. <laughs> no, I'm not, Miss Brooks. Mr. Conklin's decided that this year the faculty should have their own competition as well as the undergraduate body. So you've just got to get in there and pitch. Who's catching? <laughs> Look, Walter, I'm just not the athletic type. In fact, the last brush I had with exercise was in November, when I lifted my head to look for a flying saucer. <laughs> but you've got to get into it, Miss Brooks. Otherwise, it'll be a walkover for Miss Enright. Oh? Is Miss Enright in the festival? Sure she is. You just can't refuse a challenge from another English teacher, Miss Brooks. You wouldn't want anybody to call you chicken. Who wouldn't? <laughs> care if Miss Enright wins an athletic contest. Because you and she have something very important in common. What's that? A fondness for a certain biology teacher who shall remain cloaked in anonymity because Mr. Boynton wouldn't want his name dragged into this. <laughs> it's nice of you to keep his secret, Walter. But about this nameless biologist, what has Mr. Boynton got to do with this? Well, just this. You can usually judge the type of a girl a man likes by the sort of pinup pictures he has. Now, most bachelors have pinups of Betty Grable or Lana Turner. Not Mr. Boynton. No. No. I saw the pinups in his gym locker the other day. Guess whose picture he's got? Minnie Mouse and Becky the Beaver? <laughs> no. A guinea pig in a sunsuit. <laughs> Mr. Boynton has pictures of nothing but female athletes, from Helen Wills Moody and Gertrude Ederly to Babe Dietrichson and Gussie Moran. So you see, Miss Brooks, if you can beat Miss Enright in the sack race or the potato race, or oh, if you... Oh, sorry, th Walter, I do not choose to run. <laughs> it just 
doesn't seem dignified. Well, what's undignified about fighting for your man? The Amazons did it. And what about the early American Indians? They used to train their squaws to battle for them. Well, that was in the privacy of their wigwams. Stadium. <laughs> oh, look, Miss Brooks, if you'll just put yourself in my charge this morning, I'll give you some pointers. Gosh, I could train you just like those other old squaws. <laughs> you, Walter, are rehearsing to be a very dead papoose. <laughs> no, now I'm not going Here to. Here you are, Walter. A nice melted cheese sandwich on raisin bread. Oh, thanks, Mr. Davis. I'll you. It looks kind of funny. Well, that's just because of the bread, dear. When I melted the cheese on it, some of the raisins ran. <laughs> I can't say that I blame them. Well, if you'll excuse me now, I've got to finish making the beds. See you later. So long, Mrs. Davis. Now listen, Miss Brooks, if you'll just... Excuse me, Walter. I wonder who that can be. Well, it's Miss Enright. Hello, Miss Brooks. I just stopped by to see if you could use a lift to school. I know that poor old car of yours is usually in the shop. Well, that was very thoughtful of you, Miss Enright, but Walter Denton's taking me down. Won't you come in for a minute? No, no thanks. I've been camping out all summer, and I just can't bear to enter stuffy little houses unless it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> your summer teaching, haven't you? Yes, I have. Uh, why in the world did you want to work so hard, you poor dear? Because I'm so poor, dear. <laughs> but I'll get some rest before the regular term starts. Well, I hope so. Oh, I see you're practically set for the athletic festival today. All you have to do to enter the sack race is lower the hem of that dress you're wearing. <laughs> Miss Enright, I was just finishing my breakfast. May I pour you a saucer of milk? <laughs> How droll. <laughs> you know, Miss Brooks, I really dropped by this morning to offer my sympathies. The festival's quite a grueling ordeal, you know. Of course, it won't be so bad for those of us who have youth on our side. <laughs> What's the name of the youth on your side? <laughs> that Mr. Boynton is on my side. He's not only entered in the faculty events, he's also head judge for the students. Then I suggest that you enter your head in the potato race. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me. I am entering all of me in all the races, Miss Brooks, and I hope you do the same. Well, I don't know. With all of you in there, it might be a tight squeeze. <laughs> but I'll tell you frankly, Miss Enright, I intend to compete with you in as many of the events as possible. The only contest I won't enter is the running backwards race. Oh, why won't you enter that one? You've got too big a head start. <laughs> now, now, let's not be bitter, dear. I know how you abhor coming in second best, especially when Mr. Boynton is concerned. But, I, oh my goodness, look at the time. And I've got to get in some training yet this morning. Do you mind if I fly, Miss Brooks? Mind, I'll grease the runway. <laughs> uh, goodbye, Miss Enright. Goodbye, dear. And may the better, prettier, and younger girl win. Thank you, Auntie. <laughs> <laughs>
Walter. Yes, Miss Brooks? Call out the paint and feathers, Chief. Pocahontas Brooks is going on the warpath. Our Miss Brooks, starring Eve Arden, will continue in just a moment. But first, here is Vern Smith. Now, dental science reveals a startling discovery in the fight against tooth decay. Proof that always using Colgate Dental Cream right after eating helps stop tooth decay before it starts. Continuous research, hundreds of case histories, makes this the most important news in dental history. Eminent dental authorities supervised hundreds of college men and women for over a year. One group always brushed their teeth with Colgate's right after eating. The other followed their usual dental care. And here are the amazing results. The group using Colgate Dental Cream, as directed, showed a startling reduction in the average number of cavities, far less tooth decay. The other group developed new cavities at a much higher rate. No other dentifrice offers proof of these results. And Colgate's contains all the necessary ingredients, including an exclusive patented ingredient for effective daily dental care. No risk of irritation to tissues and gums. And no change in flavor, foam, or cleansing action. As always, Colgate's cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. The Colgate's now at your dealers is the same formula used in the test. Always use Colgate Dental Cream right after eating to help prevent new cavities, help stop tooth decay before it starts. As soon as I arrived at school, I headed for the biology laboratory. Mr. Boynton was arranging the program for the day's events, and I thought it only fair that I expose him to my newfound enthusiasm for athletics. Well, here I am, Mr. Boynton. Oh, hello, Miss Brooks. What's the oh, big rush? No rush. I'm just living up to an old motto of mine. Why walk anywhere when you can run there? <laughs> You seem quite out of breath. How far have you been running? Oh, just from Mrs. Davis's to school. Well, didn't Walter Denton drive you to school like he usually does? Oh, Walter came by all right, but I thought I'd limber up a little for the festival, so I ran alongside the car. <laughs> all the way to school? It's only 14 furlongs. <laughs> and I only sprinted the last eight. <laughs> talk about my hobby anymore. How do things look for the festival? Oh, they're shaping up pretty well, Miss Brooks. I've programmed all the students' events, and now I've got to finish off the faculty. Good. Let's finish off Miss Enright first. <laughs> but is, I suppose Miss Enright has entered all the events. Well, I haven't talked to her yet today. She's probably out on the golf course. Oh, does she play golf, too? Oh, I'll say she does. She's in the middle 70s. Really? I didn't think she was a day over 69. <laughs> She'd better get here pretty soon if she doesn't want to miss the three-legged race. Three-legged race? Well, yes, that's the first of the mixed events I've scheduled for the faculty. You'll enter the three-legged race, won't you, Miss Brooks? Well, unless I've miscounted, I'm not eligible. <laughs> I don't think you quite understand, Miss Brooks. Look, let me explain. In a three-legged race, two people race together. For example, let's say you and I are partners. I'll be big. Let's say that. Uh, first, we take our places on the starting line. Your right foot is tied to my left foot. And then I put my arm around your waist. You put your arm around my waist. Then we start running. 
Why? our feet tied together and our arms around each other, why are we running? It might be much more fun to just stand still. Please, Miss Brooks, we haven't time for all this kidding. Believe me, only one of us is kidding. <laughs> uh, but, Mr. Boynton, how do you decide whose partner is who in this event? Well, we draw numbers on the field, Miss Brooks. Miss Enright usually volunteers to help make out the slips. Oh, she does. Well, that's easily changed. I'll be glad... Oh, excuse me. Come in. Hello, Mr. Boynton, and dear Miss Brooks. Well, speak of whatever it is you are. (laughs) Come in, Miss Enright. Miss Brooks just informed me that she's entering some of the events today. Oh, now, really, Miss Brooks, do you think you're up to it? Such strenuous competition, I mean? Oh, don't worry about me, Miss Enright. I'm bursting with energy. Well, you're bursting with something, darling. You better start watching those calories. (laughs) Calories? Now, you listen to me, muscles. <laughs> Ladies, please, you, you shouldn't spend your time teasing each other. You've both got a lot to do today. Miss Brooks is one of our field judges. Well, Mr. Conklin couldn't have made a happier choice. With our Miss Brooks judging the events, I know all the student contestants will be assured of fair play. Well, thanks, Miss Enright. Yes, indeed. There's very little that'll escape those wise old eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I have to change for the festival. I'll see you later, dear Mr. Boynton. And bone chance, Miss Brooks. Bonehead to you, Miss Enright. <laughs> that woman makes me so mad sometimes. I could... No, not in school, I couldn't. Well, I don't know why Miss Enright should irritate you so, Miss Brooks. She seems quite pleasant to me. That's how she wants to seem to you, big-time athlete. I have to change for the festival. See you later, dear Mr. Boynton. <laughs> Excuse me. Come in. Hi, Miss Brooks. Well, it's Harriet Conklin. I've got the eggs for the spoon race in this box, Mr. Boynton. Daddy says he'll be out in the field in a few minutes. Oh, good, Harriet. I was just going out to check the equipment. What's a spoon race? Well, you tell her about it, will you, Harriet? I've got to run, Miss Brooks. There's still a lot of last-minute details to arrange. See you later. Goodbye, Mr. Boynton. (sighs) What a man. To me, he's just the end. How about you, Miss Brooks? To me, he hasn't begun yet. (laughs) Walter told me you're going to enter some of the faculty events. You've got to try the spoon race. That's a million laughs. Must be even more fun when you know what it is. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's really quite simple. All you do is put a spoon in your mouth, then balance a raw egg on the spoon and run with it. Of course, every time you drop it, you have to go back for another egg. Why don't you try it now, Miss Brooks, while there's no one around the corridors? But I've never done anything like That's that, That's why Harry. I need practice. Come on, I've got the box right outside the door here. Now, here's a spoon. Just take it between your teeth. I don't know about this event, Harriet. Maybe I ought they to wait They give you to... five points for this contest, Miss Brooks. And if you want to beat Miss Enright... Give me that spoon. <laughs> but how far should I run with it, Harriet? Oh, just run from here down to where it says principal's office and back. Only don't really run. Sort of glide swiftly. Here, now get a good grip on the handle of the spoon. I've got it. Then we'll place the egg on it. So. Now, on your mark, get set, go. Let's see. I've... <laughs> Just what do you think you're doing, Miss Brooks? I was just practicing.
practicing, Mr. Conklin. I didn't realize that you Take were... that confounded spoon out of your mouth. Oh, I'm terribly, so- I'm terribly sorry, Mr. Conklin. I was just rehearsing for the spoon race. If you'll give me my egg back, I'll be running along. <laughs> of course, Miss Brooks, just help yourself. You'll find the yolk in my right-hand pocket and the white in my left Remember your blood pressure, boy. Easy does it. (laughs) Miss Brooks, you have volunteered to act as a judge today, and that's all that's expected of you. But, Mr. Conklin, I... will also need your help tonight, Miss Brooks, at the dance which follows the festival. You see, Mr. Boynton, as Madison's outstanding male athlete on the faculty, will be crowned king of summer sports. Long live the king. (laughs) His queen will be the winner in the feminine division of today's festival. Mrs. Conklin has made a beautiful gown for Miss Enright. Miss Enright? Of course. It's inevitable that she'll win. And I'm sure she'll look stunning in that purple gown with the long velvet train. That's uh, where you come in, Miss Brooks. Where? Holding up the train. (laughs) Holding up the train? What am I, Jesse James? (laughs) You, Miss Brooks, will be one of Miss Enright's ladies-in-waiting. You've got that slightly wrong, Mr. Conklin. I may lay in wait for Miss Enright, but I'll never be one of her ladies-in-waiting. Besides, are you positive she'll win today? Certainly. It's in the bag. That is, Miss Enright is a lead pipe... I am confident she will emerge because... (laughs) In fact, if I were a wagering man, which I am not, I'd be willing to bet quite a sum of money on the outcome. Oh, you would? Yes, Miss Brooks, I would. Well, why don't you put your money where your mouth... I mean... I don't bet either. If I were you, Miss Brooks, I'd get over to the custodian's office at once. Mr. Jensen will furnish you with the proper wardrobe for a field judge. All right, Mr. Conklin. But don't be surprised when you see me competing in every event Miss Enright has entered. Tonight, Madison may have a brand new queen of summer sports. You don't say... Miss Brooks, may I for a brief moment step down from my role of principal and speak to you as Osgood Conklin, private citizen? Go ahead, private. (laughs) About the festival today and Miss Enright's chances of winning it. Yes, Mr. Conklin? I think I could scrape up about a fin and put it where my mouth is. you're carrying? This, Harriet, was the last outfit in the custodian's office. Gosh, a midi blouse, bloomers, and an old pair of sneakers. What color is that blouse, anyway? It's off-white, Harriet. Off-white? Yes, orange. (laughs) Well, don't let it get you down, Miss Brooks. After all, clothes aren't everything. These clothes aren't anything. (laughs) I've got a good mind to go home and get a play suit or something. Oh, but there's no time for that, Miss Brooks. All the student events are finished and the faculty competition is going to start pretty soon. Miss Enright would pile up too many points on you. Well, I've still got a little time before I have to face the assembled multitude. But before I do, there's one thing I'd like to know about this outfit. What's that, Miss Brooks? Who threw these bloomers in Mrs. Murphy's chowder? (laughs) 
The winner of the 220-yard dash in the men's division, Mr. Philip Boynton. <laughs> now then, Boynton, since your last victory assures you of being crowned king of summer sports, we ought to get along with the ladies' events to determine our queen. And where in the world are Miss Brooks and Miss Enright? Oh, I suppose they're getting dressed, Mr. Conklin. You know how women are. I used to, but since I'm married, I've kind of you? forgotten. <laughs> oh, look, Mr. Conklin, Miss Enright's coming over now. She's right over there. Over where? Can't see a thing without my glasses. Where did I put them? Whoa! Get a load of the three-whistle outfit she's wearing. A pullover sweater and red satin shorts. Quiet, quiet, then. And if you... Red satin shorts? If Miss Enright thinks she can prance around the school grounds in... Hello, re- fellas. Oh, hello, Mr. Conklin. Hold on, Miss Enright. Your outfit has just been described to me, and if that description is accurate... Wait till I slip these glasses on. Ah, there we are. Now then. Hello, my dear. <laughs> and, uh, how do you like my outfit, Mr. Boynton? Well, frankly, it seems a little... Well, it, it seems much too daring to be worn at school. Oh, nonsense, nonsense. All the women of the faculty ought to dress like that in this weather. <laughs> Terribly hot day. It's getting warmer by the minute. <laughs> Better slip off your glasses, too. (laughs) Maybe you're right, then. Yeah, they are rather heavy. Yeah, that's better. Oh, look, Mr. Boynton, look who's waving at you. Why don't you wave back? Why should I wave back? I don't believe I know the gentleman. (laughs) No, no, that's Miss Brooks coming over. Gee, look at that orange midi blouse and black bloomers. Say, it is Miss Brooks at that. Greetings, gents. Anyone for wrestling? (laughs) Oh, what a charming outfit, darling. What steeple are you going to paint? What's all this jabber about outfits? I'll have to put my glasses back on and look at your costume, Miss Brooks. Ah, there we are. Now then. I was startled. Gosh, Miss Brooks, it isn't that bad, but one of those bloomers is hanging down to your ankle. Yes, I know, Walter. The rubber leg band had a blowout. Instead of elastic, I think they line these bloomers with old volleyball bladders. Well, don't feel self-conscious about your droopy ensemble, Miss Brooks. Remember... It was in just such an outfit that Jackie Coogan got his start. Maybe I can get you another elastic, Miss Brooks. Well, there's no time now, Walter. Besides, having them hang down from only one side isn't so bad. I'm just hoping that the band around my other leg doesn't... (laughs) What do you know? Slacks. band left is the one around my waist. Uh, come, come, ladies. Let's get on with the event, shall we? I'm ready, Mr. Conklin. And so am I. And, Miss Brooks, before we begin our competition, I'd like to congratulate you in advance. In advance? Yes, I know you'll be a very good loser. Attention, please. Quiet, everyone. Quiet, please. A check of the point totals reveals that Miss Enright and Miss Brooks are tied in the event so far. 
Hence, all other contestants have withdrawn. And the winner of the next and final race, the 100-yard dash, will tonight be crowned Queen of Madison Summer Sports. <laughs> Ladies, be ready to start when I fire the pistol. Get on your mark. Get set. They're off! Look at Miss Brooks go! She's greased lightning! She's running much faster than Miss Enright! Miss Brooks is leading by ten yards! Now it's fifteen! Come on, Miss Brooks! Come on, Miss Enright! Miss Brooks is thirty yards ahead! Oh, Daddy, it's been wonderful! What's wonderful about losing a pen? It's over, Miss Brooks, please! Boy, what a race! I'm going over and talk to her! Excuse me! Pardon me! Gangway! Oh, Miss Brooks! Miss Brooks, you were terrific! Oh, thanks, Walter, but I owe it all to you. To me? But how could I possibly be responsible for making you run so fast? When you yelled, they're off, I thought the waistband on my bloomers had broken. Tonight, yes, tonight, show him how much lovelier your hair can look after a Luster Cream shampoo. Luster Cream, world's finest shampoo. No other shampoo in the world gives K. Dumas magic blend of secret ingredients plus gentle lanolin. Not a soap, not a liquid. Luster Cream shampoo leaves hair three ways lovelier. Fragrantly clean, free of loose dandruff, glistening with sheen, soft. Manageable. Even in hardest water, luster cream lathers instantly. No special rinse needed after a luster cream shampoo. So gentle, luster cream is wonderful even for children's hair. Tonight? Yes, tonight. Try luster cream shampoo. Dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl. You owe your crowning glory to a luster cream shampoo. And now, once again, here is our Miss Brooks. Next Sunday, we will not be on the air. But beginning Sunday, September 11th, we invite you to listen to our Miss Brooks at our new time, just ahead of Jack Benny. Good night, all. See you September 11th. <laughs> Miss Brooks is brought to you by Mustard Cream Shampoo for soft, glamorous, caressable hair and Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while you clean your teeth and help stop tooth decay. Our Miss Brooks, starring Eve Arden, is produced by Larry Burns, written and directed by Al Lewis, with music by Wilbur Hatch. For mystery liberally sprinkled with laughs, listen to Mr. and Mrs. North, the exciting, fun-packed adventures of an amateur Park Avenue detective and his beautiful wife. Tune in Tuesday evenings over most of these same stations. And be with us again Sunday, September 11th, for another comedy episode of Our Miss Brooks. This program was transcribed. Bob Lamont speaking. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I was very happy to see Miss Brooks win in this case. Often our comedy lead does not triumph due to some funny circumstance. However, in this case, our lead does win due to some funny circumstance. I'd like to let you know coming up this Friday night, October 30th, it's our annual presentation of the War of the Worlds. And instead of bringing you the original 1938 classic presented by the Mercury Theater on the air featuring Orson Welles, we bring you an updated, and I use that term loosely, 1968 version that was produced by WKBW Radio in Buffalo, New York. We'll be streaming it live at 8 p.m. on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash I Love Old Time Radio. That's this Friday night, starting at 8 p.m., live on Facebook. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we join Detective Danny Clover and Broadway is my beat and join us again next Tuesday for a new episode of Our Miss Brooks. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.